This is the small business podcast that is sweeter than all the rest. Marketing, media, and cupcakes. This is episode 34 of Marketing, Media, and Cupcakes. Hi, I'm John, along with my beautiful wife, Angel. Hi there. It may sound a little different today because we are not in the Marketing, Media, and Cupcakes headquarters among the top of our high-rise building in Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> we are uh, actually on a, what do you you call it? You have a staycation. What is it when you're doing a work vacation? Is that a workcation? I think it's probably for you it's a workcation. workcation. I'm trying to vacation, but you're workcationing. Yes. Um, you know, we are a podcast for small business and, uh, and big business and any kind of business. And we, uh, we just love encouraging people to live the dream. And so today we are coming to you from beautiful Florida, from Orlando, from Disney Springs, where I am in the middle of doing a couple of client shoots in Orlando and, uh, Angel Hick has come along to vacation and I've come along to vacation with her when I'm not working. Mm-hmm. So today's show, we want to talk a little bit about how can you stay in contact with your work uh, so when clients contact you, and of course they need it now, that you can take care of business comfortably and easily uh, using apps in the cloud and so forth and some things that I've specifically used and uh, and some other things along the way. But uh, we're actually, uh, we brought the microphone along and we're actually recording uh, here at the, uh, the Wyndham Disney Resort, I guess. Is that the name here? I think, well... Disney Springs or something like that. I think it's like Wyndham... I don't remember. Wyndham Lake Buena Vista yes. something, something, something. Something like that. Yes. Uh, and today, and today, as we record, this is our fifth anniversary of our first date. It is. It's happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. So this is what we're now doing on our anniversary is yes. recording a podcast. So It's also my brother's birthday. Shout out. Shout out to Rick. Hey, I'm sure a lot of people have this uh, situation where... You know, when especially you have small business, you're you're doing the hustle, as they say, and it's difficult for me to be gone. I have three kids, so typically, uh, and, and Angel's got her too, and, and there's a dog involved and everything else. So the, the, to be gone is not as easy as we all thought it would be back when we were like 21 and 22. Hey, I'm just gonna take off for a week and go to wherever, <laughs> and like, yeah, you got business, you got clients, you have deadlines, and it's difficult to get away. So for us, uh. Uh, a few weeks ago, well, several weeks ago, one of my clients who's in Orlando called me up and said we'd like to do a video, and we worked it out. And I and I didn't realize they were in Orlando. I thought they were in Kentucky, and then found oh no, we're in Orlando. I'm like, well, I have another client in Orlando that I know has wanted to do a project, and we contacted them and and figured out we could drive down. Uh, and for us, you know, let's just make a little vacation. We'll drive down to Florida. It's the middle of January. We'll enjoy the drive. We'll also uh, be helping some friends in Knoxville at a church that uh, we know that we're going to help them with some video stuff. So it's, it's going to be a nice, fun... Uh, it's a fairly easy production week for me, but it uh, gets us out of the cold, snowy climate of Ohio and, and to do some work. So, so we're going to talk about the ugly... Well, let's talk about the ugly. Uh, and, you know, one of the things we talk about, I am a filmmaker, if you haven't guessed my talk about uh, video production. Angel has a cupcake business on the side, and uh, but we're not talking about her cupcake business today. She, nope. Her main gig is customer service. And, uh, and training customer service. And training customer service. So you're a Marriott girl. I am. Uh, I typically am more of a Hilton slash Wyndham. I use a lot of Wyndham uh, hotels. And we found a Wyndham Hotel. It was actually a Hindu. It's the big Wyndham Hotel here at uh, Disney Springs. Mm-hmm. 
and we were very excited. It's a resort. We thought this will be great because Angel is not coming with me on my shoots this week. She's going to go hang out by the pool and have a good time. What pool, John? Well, we got here, and first thing we found out, we didn't find out anything, actually. We got our room. Everything seemed lovely. We got up and found a note on our TV saying, we're very sorry, tomorrow from uh, 11 a.m. to 4 p.m., there will be no hot water due to an emergency. Now, hey, you know what? We understand that you have to fix things, and that's that's not, we're not being those kind of people, but... However... No one said anything to us. The lovely gentleman that checked us in said nothing. And Nothing. We, and we had not book, a word. And we booked this room at least two weeks ago, I think it was. Oh, if not, a little bit more. Okay, no hot water, no big deal. But we wanted to go down and see the pool, see the bar by the pool and the restaurant. And we went down and we asked a couple of people, yeah, it's down around the corner. And we went around the corner and... Sadness. Sadness, because the pool was being completely remodeled. When I saw sheetrock, I knew we had a problem because yeah. I thought they are remodeling the pool again it's January. This is probably as closest to a slow season as you get at Disney Springs. Here is my customer service expert. What is the problem, Angel? What? Why am I upset? Transparency. There was zero, zero communication from those at the front desk, from those who directed us to the pool. There was literally nothing. So that is what I was most disappointed about. There was nothing on their website. This wasn't a project that just started last week. Matter of fact, I mean, the, the first picture you see is the picture of the beautiful three-thing pool with yeah. the volcano and the and the restaurant and the bar. Yeah. And you think, that's the, what I want to be at. And they're charging me a resort fee. And you can't see my air quotes, but what is a resort if it doesn't have a pool? What is a resort if I can't get a drink outside? What is a resort that if it's only got one shopping venue in the entire thing? That is not a resort. It all really had to do with the lack of communication. And we were, again, we're standing in line, we check in, and I am a little bit out of it from having been in the car. And I knew I could feel her lurking. This lovely girl who I know I has a job to do, who's lurking over in guest services, just waiting to pounce to give us our spiel about getting free Disney tickets. And we were not with children. It was just he and I. To me, know your know your audience, and we hadn't even moved away from the desk. And it was like, oh, step over here, step over here. And I was like, no, I need to lay down. And I know that's what it was. And we looked at the little thing, and sure enough, it was about, you know, listen to my speech and let me get you discount tickets. Well, that's not what we're here for. So no. now we stopped at the front desk last night to ask some questions. The same young man who checked us in, I gave him my feedback in a very, I think, kind way, just saying... Somebody should have said something. I think, because quite honestly, part of the problem too is that we had to, in signing the final room sign off, was if you decide not to stay here, you have to pay a a, a cancellation fee. Yeah. So I felt very much like this was not to say bait and switch, but here, a little bit. Here's here's your room. Here's here's the thing. You can't leave without being fine. And then after we sign that, oh, and by the way, there's no hot water tomorrow, and the pool is being being remodeled. 
So it was uh, it was a combination of things, and of course, I was very excited to have Angel come, and I thought we got her a good place to hang out, anniversary and so forth, and then we find out that people just didn't want to be transparent. I understand they probably thought, well, who cares? You're coming to Disney. You don't need the pool, and there's a huge area across the way that has restaurants and bars. We just wanted to stay at the hotel. We really didn't want to go anywhere else. The point of a vacation for us is to stop and just relax. Uh, I don't like big crowds. Angel does not, and so, so this was a little bit frustrating. So, Angel, let's get uh, let's give me the for people who are listening, and hopefully, maybe some people in the Wyndham and Wyndham corporate offices hear this. And what would be your advice as a twenty-five plus year uh, customer service? What should they have done to avoid our frustration? Well, I'm going to say something that you can edit out if you don't like it, but I call this in my work. Uh, calling hide the weenie. Um, people just literally, they want to pretend or blame or act like it's not happening. And unfortunately, you can get away with that with a lot of uh, a lot of people. Um, un- like today, as I did finally find a, a section of the pool, although it was closed, but they let me sit outside in the sun in one of the chairs. I was watched several disappointed families coming through with young children who were kind of also taken aback. So it wasn't just us. We weren't the only ones that were kind of led to believe things were here that weren't here. So my thing is be transparent. They should have said, please note, the pool is not open right now. It is under construction. However, we are have a deal with the hotel across the street, which again was not shared with us until we complained that we could have gone across the street and used their facilities. No one mentioned that at all. So again, we didn't even get that information until we were complaining. It's all about the recovery. People will make mistakes. We un- absolutely uh, understand that. But uh, so make sure if you have things going on with your business, if you're in any kind of guest services, be transparent and just say, listen, the pool's down. We're sorry. We have made arrangements. You can go to the pool across the street. If that's not satisfactory, you say, I can't, I don't want this, and you move on. But we weren't given that choice, and we signed papers um, to say that we'd be charged if we left early. And then to go through and, and do all this, it's it, it, it was just, it definitely kicked us in the head a little bit on the first night of our, of our arrival down here. It so. sadly left a bad taste in my mouth for this specific hotel in general. Um, I know it's about the recovery. I did get a call from management this morning, um, you know, saying, I understand you're checking out. And I said, no, um, we, we couldn't. It was, we too, couldn't. it was too late to check out and, and be, you know, on a hiatus for an afternoon and all that. But the compensation offered after he said, how many do you have in your room? I said, it's just my husband and I. He's like, oh, well, would you like a Disney character breakfast on Thursday before you leave? No. And I, I, I thought that is... I'm no Only offense. if you allow me to strangle them. Sure. So my point is that's the most ridiculous thing you would offer to grown people. Granted, maybe not for some grown people, but for <laughs> for John and I, that was probably the silliest thing If it the, had been the, the Star Trek thing asked. where we could meet Captain Picard or something, uh, it would have been different. I'm, I was I, more shooting for, you know, 50% off or yeah, comp I mean, me for parking too or something. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm all about the dollars. And so you mm. offering me to have breakfast made by Goofy or served to me by Cinderella... No. That doesn't that doesn't do it for me. So, again, I it just wish it had gone off differently. And but we decided to stay because again, 
it's the lesser of all evils. Right. And I ended up getting to sit outside on a completely empty pool deck by myself because no one else was going <laughs> to sit out there. With a bunch of construction with ja- guys. With jackhammers uh, going next door, which was fine because I was like, I get to do my thing and sit out here. So <laughs> That's our little good news and bad news part of our uh, podcast this week. And uh, if you've had situations like this and want to make recommendations or whatever, uh, we're trying real hard. I'm not trying to, to vent here or, or get back at Wyndham for what happened. Uh, we just want this to be a learning experience for everyone because, you know, I am no, uh, I do not have a 100% batting record with my clients. I'm sure they would tell you, John, you just dropped the ball on some things, but I always make an attempt to make things right in the end. Most of my good friends and good clients know, oh my God, you're going out of town. Well, we're going to let you have that time. But there's always one or two that need there's something. Three or four. That need something. Or six. And as soon as you get on a Sunday, we start getting texts. So, yeah. Again, the kiss of death is telling, especially for John, because he is he is a team of one. He is a company of one. Outside of me answering the phone occasionally, I can't really take over. So, John being the customer service person that he is in the sense of wanting to make sure that his clients are serviced even when he's on vacation i still think he'd answer his phone if he was having surgery because he doesn't want to let that phone ring or have somebody not be somebody's upset attended and, and that, to. that is a weakness i have i'm the guy who's like oh no he's mad at me because i was you know on the toilet when they called and i was unable to take the call <laughs> So, <laughs> so, so tell me, so the email part, because again, because he's got an iWatch, he's got an iPhone, he's always connected. I can almost um, do anything yeah. with some exceptions from the road. And I thought it would be a good segment for us to talk about some of these things today. Now, if you're like Angel with cupcakes, now obviously you can't remote bake a cupcake. No. Uh, from I the can road. remote reply to com. You know, yes. people. I got a note from somebody asking me for cupcakes, and I said, "Yeah, let's chat," because it's a date in the future. So that's to me, that's not a big yeah. deal. However, John's people and his customers are. Hey, you know that thing? And 17 emails later and five phone calls and four text messages, he's spent I don't know how many hours trying to get this thing fixed. So, so you well, were talking about the email portion and you've got something special. I use, um, well, I don't know what we use at work. <laughs> I just know that I can get into my email from wherever I'm at. I, I get a lot of questions when we set up websites and I don't do this anymore, so don't call me. Uh, I'll tell you some people who do. Uh, they say, what kind of email? Or I have a Gmail account. So here's my first thing for you. Do not, do not use Gmail as your primary business email. Oh, God, no. Uh, and I get this all the time. I have clients who refuse to change. They are uh, everything from realtors to company owners and stuff like that. And I say, why do you use a Gmail Here's the first reason you should not use a Gmail. To me, it's the most clear. It look it looks low budget. Uh, it shows that you don't even have. If you have a website like Angels Custom Cupcakes or OndoMedia.com, you don't even use your own what's called domain. So it's, my email is John at OndoMedia.com, not John Ondo at Gmail.com. When you say that, a client instantaneously knows you're not real. Or, or and you might say, Well, I am real. No, you're not. You don't have a a professional suffix to your email. And I can tell you in my everyday work life outside the cupcake business, I do a lot with customer setup. And I can tell you that is one thing that we look at that if somebody sends us a a inquiry about doing business, if they don't have an actual email address, a company email address, we're going to be hard pressed to look at them as a serious company. So, you know, it doesn't mean you can't have a Gmail address on your phone or on your computer, 
but you need that company email to forward to it. Now, let me explain this. For example, I, I have some friends who are realtors, and they're they're great people. Uh, and because they have multiple, uh, it's conf- it's confusing. They they have their realtor company as a as an email address. They have the specific uh, division and all these sub things. They have all of those legitimate, you know, realtor type email addresses feeding to their own personal Gmail. So uh, they have that professional address on the website, but it feeds to their Gmail. That's called auto forwarding, and that's totally normal. Here's the snag, though, is when you reply to that client who emails you, that you're going to be replying from the Gmail. And sometimes Gmails get spammed or Yahoo or MSN or whatever it is. So mm-hmm. just understand that my recommendation for everyone. And, and here's the sad truth, too, is Gmail and most of those scan your emails. They are not private. They are scanned. So if you say, I really am enjoying the Wyndham Resort, it scans that, and you may find out, well, why did suddenly Wyndham Resort start showing up on Instagram under ads? Gmail is scanning your emails, so it is not private. So again, if you have a private email account, and again, if you use GoDaddy, I use a, a place called Rack, uh, Rackspace. They've been around for years. Um, because even GoDaddy has issues. I have GoDaddy for years, and again, they're a great web service, but I began finding out clients. Uh, my email was going to spam because it was coming from a GoDaddy server. So mm-hmm. I moved to Rackspace, and I've never had problems since. So that's the first part of that is the hosting and how you do it. The second part is what you want to set it up as is what's called an IMAP. What you have is you either can choose to have all your emails on your computer or on your phone, uh, and it's not on both. When you use IMAP, it's basically cloud-based, and an email is on your computer, an email is on your phone, and if you delete the one on your phone, it deletes it automatically from your your computer. So it's like having your email everywhere. So if you do not have your email set up, you want it set up as an IMAP. And if you don't know a whole lot about this, then just find somebody who does. They'll understand. Say, hey, I need to set up my email as an IMAP. You can go, if you had like Apple, you can go to an Apple store, and they'll set you up. But you've got to have the proper um, hosting. So, again, get your domain for your website uh, as your yourname.yourbusiness.com and set that up and then set it up as an IMAP. So that works very nice. So when I get an email, uh, I instantly know you know, from the road what's going on. The other thing, too, we mentioned this in another episode is um, the type of uh, phone service you use. Um, I had AT&T, and now I have a system called Huawei. When somebody calls and leaves a message on Ondo Media's phone number, it automatically emails me that phone message. So I literally, within 10 seconds, have the phone call, which I did on the road. Hi, John, we have a problem with something. Could you call me when you get a chance? Uh, they called my home phone. I was not on my home phone, but it forwarded it, that voice message to my iPhone on the road. So I instantly knew, oh, there's a problem with something, and I called them back and began the process to see if we could fix it. So uh, if you can have that kind of setup, if you're doing a business where you don't have receptionist or you're doing the virtual businesses like Ruby or whatever where they forward, those are great too. But just for a no-expense setup, if your home cable or phone can auto-forward you emails of your voicemail, uh, that's a great way. So I have that set up. So what is the next thing? So again, because he got these emails, he was able to, and he brought his laptop, he was able to do what he needed to do. But he was able to do that because he has some other fun software that allows him to sign in. So virtual 
um, a virtual workspace. Now for me, I've, we've got stuff through work that I can remote in as I mm-hmm. did while we were driving down on Sunday because I forgot to do my out of office. So I was able to log into my hotspot, get in, um, to my computer, set up everything, even answer a few mm-hmm. emails and, uh, do some stuff. So, but with John, he's got something that he uses that allows him to log directly into his computer at home. Yeah, there's two types. What Angel's corporate secure, and it's very secure. It's you can tell this. I mean, it's not her laptop, so it, no. she can't go and put stuff on it or anything. So her laptop and her, how her business work is set up is it's it's I want to call it cloud based, but that's probably not proper. It's probably some Cisco thing or something. <laughs> But when she's logged in from the road, it's the same as when she's logged in at her desk. It's yes. it's logged into the servers. If she's got enough speed, it's it's just like she's at her desktop. Now, that's different than what I have. I have what's called VNC. Uh, there used to be remote desktop. I think those are still out there. I am all Mac, so if you are a Windows person, you're going to have to find your little world. Uh, but my remote desktop program is called VNC. It's free. I think I have five computers on it. Your mom's is one of them. Yes, it is. Uh, and my mom's is on there. And it basically allows me to to remote desktop into that computer. So when I'm on uh, on the road yesterday or two days ago, whenever it was, I, a client <laughs> called me up. It was not a video issue. It was actually a, a graphic, a Photoshop graphic we had created for them. And they had a somebody change the logo. And they didn't want to go to print with the wrong logo on there. So, John, can you put this new logo on? So, um, I could not have done that from my laptop because my laptop does not have all the programs and not have the files. But I could remote into my laptop, or not my laptop, my Big Mac at home, as I call it, and was able to get into Photoshop, make the changes, had the graphic fixed, sent off to them. And, of course, then about 10 minutes later, they came back with it. Oh, we just found out another client has a change. So when we got done, I had jumped in onto my computer, made those changes. Now I can't do video editing on a on a remote. You know, if somebody called me up, hey, can you change this? Probably can't do it. I could probably do some things. I could re-export one or something, but for the most part, I do for graphics and some bit very basic file management kind of things. I can get on my computer, and and I and this is the this is the benefit for me. And if you might say I don't want to be bothered on the road. Believe me, I understand. I wish I could have that level of, sorry, I'm on vacation and I can't do that. But I can't. And, and there is a great deal of pride I have when my clients come up to me and they shake my hand and it's like, thank you for doing that. And they'll grab their friend. You don't believe this. He was on vacation in Texas or something and he fixed my graphic for me from his computer. And it's amazing. They're, they're baffled by my 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 wizard abilities to get in and do that but they're thankful as well well yeah they're very thankful and they're appreciative because they know i can call john and he can fix these problems and so uh so the, the remote desktop is one thing vnc is what i use with my mac that i can get onto my computer uh this is a very common thing with my clients and it always seems to happen when i'm on the road is john could you send me that file again well most of the files i use i have them in dropbox that is the, my client delivery method so if you if I did a video for you or if I did a, a graphic or something some kind of media thing, um, I will I, all I got to do is again get on I don't even have to get on my laptop I just get on my phone punch Dropbox find the file copy the link and then I just text it or, or send them in an email and boom I'm done uh, because everything's on Dropbox so it's really important um, and we've had different people on uh, like Brittany Dixon so if we're talking about having a process I have a process to how I deliver my media it's always in Dropbox. Uh, I always have a backup of everything I do. If I'm ever away from my desk, 
I know I can quickly get to that file and send it to a client and never be away from my uh, materials. This is um, what I call being a control freak, and it's good to be a control freak. So I do have these systems in place that, you know, I have certain file names and master files, I call them, and they're always zero one master for e under each client's project. So I can go right to it. I know which one's the right one, and I can and, and send it off to them, or if I need to, to copy that into Dropbox, they say, hey, can we get an, another version of something? Yep, no problem. And I can do that from my phone in some instances because this is all cloud-based stuff. And then I can email them the things. So for me, even though I was on the road, it, I'm slightly annoyed to get a call from a client asking for something. But I know them well enough that if they wouldn't have asked unless it was a problem. And I got a call. You know, they're having a big marketing meeting with one of my clients. They're like, can you send us those photos? Yeah. And I got on there and boom, boom, boom. Because I have all the systems set up. It's not a big problem for me. And if it is a big problem, I'll tell them, listen, that's a big project. That would take five hours, and I'm not even at my, I'm not at my computer. So those are the things that I, I recommend for you. It may not work if you're doing cupcakes or you're doing construction. But then again, if you do constructions, you do quotes, and somebody calls you up on vacation and says, hey, could you send that quote again? To have those things in that. Matter of fact, right before we left, I double-checked because we were going to be gone for a week. And I looked and said, uh, I double-checked my... VNC to make sure it was working with my laptop and there was actually an upgrade or something and it didn't. So again, I just have these little mental processes I do before I leave for a trip that's longer than a day that I will double check. Are my files on this? It, can I log into my computer from a remote situation? The reason why that makes me happy is I know I've got that net there. So if a client calls up and says, John, we're, we're, we're two hours from the presentation. Can we get that file? We lost it. We deleted. Yes, I can get that to you, and I could be the hero. It's like you said in episode two. You want to be the hero in customer service. You want to be the person that saves the day. So if you are unavailable, completely unavailable, and I get there's times where you will be. There's funerals. There's things you cannot you know, access your files. But the rest of the time, I really recommend have the peace of mind of saying, I, I know where all my stuff is, and I can get almost anything to my clients right now. That just proves to you you're a hero. You're somebody they want. you want to work with your clients, and that makes you a, it's a big deal. So that's kind of my couple tips I would recommend, You know, things like Dropbox uh, and the different cloud services. And maybe you, you keep everything on your local hard drive. That's fine. I do too. But I make sure my clients' files are all available that they need to get to on a cloud-based service that they can get to, so. And for me, just make sure you have super awesome people you work with who back you up, that you've always said, no matter what, call me if you have a problem, because I am kind of the keeper of the keys, and I did have to take a few phone calls already. Yeah. Um, but it's fine, because there was no other, no other option, so... I'm just, again, I'm just thankful that they still need me. Um, so <laughs> they do. I, I'm okay with them giving me a jingle. Uh, but it was very hard for me to not use my computer today because I just wanted to get on and see what was going on. Nobody so. wants to come back from vacation with a uh, the house is on fire kind of email. So no, definitely not. I, I but do, I didn't get on. I do think it's it's it can be appropriate if you are the personality type like Angel and myself where you're like, oh my gosh, when I get home, I'm going to get killed with 5,000 emails or something that was huge. You don't want that either because that's not fun. So to be able to make sure, hey, everything's taken care of. So when you do get home and go back to work, uh, there is not that, oh, my gosh, we had to uh, you know, break into your house and find a file or something. 
So anyway, yeah. we're going to put some of these links on our show notes. And again, uh, we are a, uh, a production of Premier Podcast, world-class podcast production. If you are somebody who's doing a podcast and you are wanting to take it to the next level, please let us know. And we would be happy to t- tell you more about how Premier Podcast can help you with your production and take it to the next level. So until we see you next week, we've got more great shows coming up with some fabulous guests. And if you can, follow us on Instagram and Facebook. And uh, we will be keeping you up to date on some more plans of other conventions and things we're going to be doing coming up soon. So until then, keep living the dream. Connect with John and Angel via Facebook and Instagram and let us know your thoughts. Marketing Media and Cupcakes is a production of Ondo Media.